This podcast replay is brought to you by Cutter's Edge Total Landscape Solutions. With decades of experience here in South Florida, Cutter'sEdge.com provides fantastic results. Call 954-472-0622. Right, all right, all right. There it is. All right, let's get into my MVP. And this one's going to be kind of uh, a, um, a curveball at you because it wasn't about a game last night. It was about Eric Bieniemy. That's my MVP. And Eric Bieniemy has uh has taken the job for the Washington Commanders to be the offensive coordinator. I almost said Redskins. I, I swear, I almost said it. Um I, I still have to get used to it. And so for the Washington Commanders, he is going to become the offensive coordinator. And it's an interesting uh, reaction that uh, people had. Oh, why is he taking? Oh, he should have stayed in Kansas City. And I got to tell you something. You know, there are times that you have to find out about yourself. And the worst thing in the world is to live with regrets. Oh, man, I didn't do this. What if I did this? What if, and, and then you and then you sit back and we all live with regrets. You live with them. I live with them. We all have all kinds of regrets that we live with and they get piled in our memory. They get piled in our history and it's things that we wish we would have done, things we wish we would have tried, things we regret we didn't try, opportunities we had, you know, and I'll give you one for me, uh, the dot-com thing. I had an opportunity to make a lot of money back in the dot-com um, craze when it hit, and I missed out on it. And so for me, a lot of what's going on with crypto, I think it's kind of my second chance to take advantage of something that I think is going to be just absolutely, you know, a way of life for us. So that's my regret you know, dot com. And um, it, it's uh, like me- we have many things we could have done, things we could have tried, all that kind of stuff. The easiest thing is to stay in a comfort zone. The easiest thing in life is not to take on challenges. But if you're afraid to take on challenges, then you'll never succeed. And by the way, all success is fed off of failure. Everyone. Okay, the guy that opens up a business that was probably his third business before it became successful. The man or woman that learned how to ride a bike probably fell off that bike a bunch of times before. Uh, You learned how to drive clutch. You probably burned your first clutch in the process of learning how to do it. It doesn't matter what it is in life. You're going to fail before you succeed, right? You're going to be paint. You're going to be a. You're going to be an artist, right? Your first painting is going to suck, but it's going to get better and then better and better because you have a skill set that you are sharpening. And so, all every bit of success, Michael Jordan was cut from his JV team. Cut. He was cut at the high school level. At the JV high school level. And one of the things about failure 
is it, it I think it all depends on the person. How do you look at failure? Do you look at it like, okay, oh, woe is me? Or do you look at it like, okay, what happened here? Why didn't it work out for me? Okay, this is why it didn't work out for me. Okay, so now this is what I've got to do next time. Because you've got to use your failure as a lesson, not a detriment to try to become successful. You can't use a failure and then give up and say, well, nah, you know, it didn't work out. I couldn't do it. So Eric Bieniemy could easily stay with Andy Reid, the culture of Kansas City, keep running the offense under his shadow, not really getting any of the credit. No matter how much Andy Reid gives you credit, we're not going to give the credit to Nagy or to Peterson or to any of those people until you go out on your own. Because until then, you're under the incredible umbrella that is Andy Reid. So if you want to grow on your own, then you've got to go out on your own. And you've got to take that chance. And if he fails, then so be it. But he will not live with the regret that he didn't try. And I listen, I get it, Daniel Snyder, Washington, terrible organization. I get all of that, man. You know, I tried to, um, I tried to put together a um, a radio format with somebody that, you know, pretty much is a is an absolute deadbeat in this business. Has zero talent, and obviously didn't have what it takes to be an owner. But I tried. What am I going to do? It failed. Okay. What, am I going to go cry in a corner and forget about it? No, dude. I'll learn from that like I did, and then I move on to the next thing. That's it. Sean and I did a couple things before we did this that it didn't go well. So what are we going to do? Cry in a corner and, well, woe is me and bullshit, dude. We move on to the next challenge. We learn, which, by the way, I did. I learned from some of those, and then I added elements that helped this show take off even more. And it's been, you know, successful enough that we can make a living from it and we could do it every single day. I mean, life is you're 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 gonna you're gonna have setbacks. And you gotta find a way to overcome. But what you don't wanna be is a person living with regrets. What you don't wanna be is a person who never tried to be the best that they could be. Because Eric Bieniemy might become one hell of a head coach, but he wasn't going to become a head coach in the position he was in under Andy Reid. So now he has to leave and leave that shadow and now develop it on his own in Washington. And so now he's got to, if he goes there and proves that he can develop an offense and a quarterback or maximize an offense, even if the quarterback is not necessarily ideal, but somewhat limited, people will then credit him. And then he'll then they'll say, okay, this guy proved that he's a hell of a coach. Let me get him now as a head coach. But you'll never get there if you don't take the chance. And I commend he's my MVP because he is what the American dream is all about. You got to go out. You got to kick doors down. 
Sometimes you're not going to get the best position available. Sometimes you're not going to get the best time slot available. You know, that's just kind of the way this business goes, right? In my business sometimes. Sometimes you're not going to work with the best companies. Sometimes you're going to work with companies that don't have any money. Owners that may not have any money. Owners that don't know what the hell they're doing. Companies that are, you know, doing, trying to sell the business. So they're trying to cut every corner possible. These are things that you have to live with. Sean knows he's worked in places where they don't have any resources and they're asking you to go do your job. And it's like, oh, wait a minute, dude, you're not providing us any resources. You got to do it. You got to try to overcome. No, nothing is perfect in life. And I'm sure many of you have taken jobs where the environment wasn't perfect, but you found a way to thrive. You found a way to make it better. You found a way to make yourself better. And then you use it as a stepping stone to go somewhere else. I'm proud of Eric Bieniemy. I don't know if he's going to succeed there or not. I'm not sure about that. But I am proud of him that he is willing to take the chance and go on his own and make his own name. Because the easiest and most cowardice thing to do is to stay where you're at in a comfort zone because you don't want to find out if you can do it on your own. So you, you're, you'd rather live with that regret and just deal with the safety net of being there. And then when Andy Reid retires, they might cast you aside and go find somebody else. Now you go out and kick some ass if you develop your name to the point where now people look at you, Eric Bieniemy, the coach, maybe when Andy Reid steps down, they bring you back. You just never know. But you were never going to get there by staying where you're at. And Eric Bieniemy should be the example for all of us in life. If you want something, you need to go after it. Sometimes it's not going to be the best scenario. Sometimes you're not going to be in the best situation. But you've got to find a way to make it the best situation possible. Because others will be watching. Eric Bieniemy is my CuttersEdgePro.com MVP of the night. This podcast replay is brought to you by Cutter's Edge Total Landscape Solutions. With decades of experience here in South Florida, Cutter'sEdge.com provides fantastic results. Call 954-472-0622. i tell you something. You know who's my MVP? Mike McDaniel. Mike McDaniel is my MVP. All right. Now, this Cutter's Edge stuff, you know, it's they're your MVP when they come to your home or your business, your condominium complex, and they completely change it. You know what I'm saying? But when I say MVP of the night, sometimes it's a game, but sometimes it's just about anything in sports or even life or something like that when you're making an MVP-like move. And the fact that this came out yesterday from the press conference, I told you the Fangio press conference really wasn't going to say anything earth shattering, which there really wasn't anything earth shattering. But the part that I found very intriguing is that Fangio and McDaniel barely even know each other. They really have no relationship. They just kind of know people mutually. They've had a conversation here or there in passing, but they really did. Even last week when he got to town, McDaniel was on vacation, okay? 
All right. So for me, the fact that this dude has enough juice to bring a guy like Fangio over without a relationship, we're talking about a league that all they do is hire their buddies. I mean, if there's something that's really bad about the NFL is that bad coaches last way too long in the NFL and they get way too many breaks. And that's because they know one friend and they know another friend and another friend and all that. And I've seen the Tony Wises of the world and other types of dudes that just get extra opportunities when they don't deserve those kind of opportunities. And so it's just one of those deals that this league is littered with all of that. And that's usually what ends up happening. You usually bring the people that you know, right? The offensive line coach that they added recently. That was a guy he knew from, you know, when he crossed over with them in San Francisco. These two had never worked together. These two don't really even know each other. But it tells you that Fangio knows people that know him. And then those people know what he knows. And one of the things that he did talk about is that he clearly has a terrific offensive mind. So Fangio took the job strictly out of the respect for his IQ as a football coach. That's pretty good. That's that's impressive, okay? That, I got to say, you're, you're talking about a young guy that we have not seen this from. We didn't see it from an older guy in Joe Philbin. We couldn't see it from a, a, a Cam Cameron who had to inherit some coaches. Um, we could not. We did not see this from Flo. You know what I'm saying? It, it, this is a challenge. Adam Gase, this is a challenge for young coaches to be able to build a staff. And you knew last year when he got here, okay, well, dude, he can build an offensive staff. He should. That's his forte. But you got to fix the defense. You got to fix the special teams. You eventually got to find. And everybody tagged Fangio with him, yet they never had a real relationship outside of having the same agent and knowing a couple of people that they both know. So either out of pure reputation out of seeing what happened last year, which was pretty good last year. I know it didn't end well here, but overall, I I, I I feel better about the Dolphins than I have in the last 20 years. I really do. I, I don't get too clouded by a lot of the bad luck that happened this year because I truly feel that's what really happened to the Dolphins more than anything was bad luck and then obviously game day decisions by Mike have to improve. But man, do I respect the hell out of the fact that McDaniel did really had no relationship with this guy. They really don't even know each other. They're going to get to know each other now. And the fact Fangio was willing to come here strictly on reputation and from what he's heard, that to me is MVP. And like I told you a couple of weeks ago when they hired Fangio, now, if Danny Crossman works out, which I hope he does, okay? He didn't have a good year last year, but maybe they think a lot of his players had to play defense and it put him at a disadvantage. They didn't give him a returner. Maybe they think the, the kicking, the kicker being a little shaky was not really his fault. It's just kickers being kickers, whatever. I hope it works out for Crossman, and I hope he has a good year next year because I'm a Dolphins fan. 
But if he doesn't, and you've got something good going on on offense, and Fangio has fixed the defense, it's going to be a hell of a lot easier to recruit a, a special teams coach. And if you continue to have success, you're going to have that same kind of swag that McDaniel has developed when a very, very good defensive coordinator in Vic Fangio says, hell yeah, I will join Miami and their staff. Mike McDaniel, just like Cutter's Edge Pro, when you go onto their Instagram page, when you go on to their website, you will find out why they are the MVP. And when you have them redo your home, not only will your home go up in value, but you're also your neighbors are going to stop by and say, wow, that's a hell of a job, man. Who did that? Who did that? Because that's what I get all the time. Who did that? Cutter's Edge Pro. Cutter's Edge Pro. Mike McDaniel, our Cutter's Edge MVP of the night.